Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You may not always like his opinion, but you can bet he'll have one. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. All right. Just wanted to make sure that we had blown the ballast tanks and were floating level and even. Sunday edition of The Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You will hear part two of my interview with Saskatchewan Premier Brad Wall in the next hour. And uh, the Premier told us that this coming Friday when he attends the Pan-Canadian Climate Plan meeting with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau and the other Premiers, that he, Premier Wall, will be the skunk at the garden party, quote-unquote, because he's not going to sign the climate plan and he's prepared to take the federal government to court over Trudeau's announced carbon tax, which Mr. Wall insists will damage Saskatchewan and the Canadian economies. 2014, the Australians decided to get rid of their carbon tax. And uh, this year, France is getting rid of its carbon tax, and I'm going to read to you a little later what is on the Australian government website about the carbon tax. There's a lot coming up on the show today. I had something entirely different planned for the first hour, something totally different than what we're going to do. And uh, this is because I came across an audio track, audio and video track last night, which features the uh, coach of the Louisville University women's basketball team, Jeff Waltz. And Coach Waltz was speaking after a post-game loss that was carried uh, by ESPN. And he ripped into the effort of his team, and he blames the societal practice of awarding participation trophies to uh, kids who play, kids who lose, kids who win. It doesn't matter whether you win, lose, or just play. You get a trophy. And we've talked about this issue in the past, and I, I fundamentally disagree with this concept. Absolutely disagree with the idea that you receive a trophy just for being there. It sends the wrong message. Well, I want you to have a listen, because we're going to talk about this, take some calls and hear your thoughts and experiences. But I want you to have a listen to the coach of the Louisville University women's basketball the team, Jeff Waltz. And this is from the ESPN track. And then we're going to be speaking with Ashley Merriman. She is um, the... Uh, she joined us from, uh, from Los Angeles, and uh, she wrote an op-ed piece in the New York Times, Losing is Good for You. She's also the co-author of Top Dog, the book, Top Dog, The Science of Winning and Losing. I had a chance to talk to Ashley before the show, and she feels very strongly about this. I tweeted this out. Do you have any idea how much money is involved in trophies and awards for now for kids? It's a $3 billion industry annually in Canada and the United States. $3 billion. Have a listen to what Jeff Waltz, listen to what he says. The coach of the Louisville women's basketball team on participation trophies for everyone and how he believes that affected his own team. Have a listen. It, you you, you got to have a will. you got to have a will. There's sometimes, you know, there, 
they're tired too. Walker Kipper played 40 minutes. Confrey played thir uh, 39. They're tired too. But who's got the will? Like I, like I said out there on the radio, we just live right now the generation of kids that are coming through. Everybody gets a damn trophy, okay? You finish last, you come home with, with a trophy. You kidding me? I mean, what's that teaching kids? It's okay to lose. And unfortunately, it's our society. It, it's what we're building for. And it's not just in basketball, it's in life. You know, everybody thinks they should get a job. Everybody thinks they should get a good job. No, that's not the way it works. But unfortunately, that's what we are preparing for. Because you finish fifth, you, you walk home with this nice trophy, parents are all excited. No. I mean, I, not to be too blunt, but you're a loser. Like, we're losers. We got beat. So you lost. There is no trophy for us. But unfortunately, the way everybody, the way these kids are brought up today, there is a trophy. Because nobody wants anybody to have hard feelings. Nobody wants to get their feelings hurt. Well, unfortunately, in the real world, I'm not sure how it is with, with, with your all's jobs. But with mine, if you lose enough, you get fired. And that's just the way it is. And I, I'm trying to explain to our kids, like, hey, I'm trying to prepare you for the real world. Because when you go to get a job, there's competition. And what are you going to do to stand out? But unfortunately, we're not preparing these kids, before they get to us at least, to be ready for that. You know, when you play three, four AAU games in one day, you lose three of them and then you win the, la the, the last one and everybody goes home happy. You're one in three. I mean, you know, the, I know it's a long time ago, but God darn the days we played, you, when you lost, you went home. There was no friendship bracket. You know, let's go on the left side to the friendship game so everybody can play two more games. No, you went home. You went home a loser. And then you worked at it if you wanted to be good. So I listened to that and I thought that's really important stuff. He was frustrated because his team lost, but he had a message and a significant message that there is winning and there is losing. But in our society today, there's a lot of thinking that, there. look, you can't tell kids that there's winning and losing because you're going to damage their self-esteem. And my view has always been that if, first of all, they're going to keep score themselves. They know who's winning and they know who's losing. The adults may try to fool them, but the kids understand. But if you constantly reinforce the message that there is no losing, that everyone's a winner and everyone is going to be successful and everyone's wonderful, what you're going to do is enforce narcissism where it exists. And you're not preparing kids, young people, for the days of real challenge and the time when they're going to be called on to succeed. And if they don't succeed, there will be penalties. And that's called the real world. And that's what uh, Jeff Waltz was talking about. Joining me on the Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network is uh, Ashley Merriman. Uh, she joins us from uh, California. She wrote an op-ed piece, which I absolutely think is terrific, in the uh, New York Times last uh, September. And the headline is, Losing is Good for You. She's also the, um, the co-author of Top Dog, The Science of Winning and Losing. And she's on Twitter at, at Ashley Merriman. That's M-A-M-E-R-R-Y-M-A-N. Ashley, thank you for, for taking the time. This, this really, really resonates with you. Tell us how significantly important this issue is to all of us. Oh, I think it's incredibly important, whether you're talking about coaches, uh, coach was correct. It affects job performance, 
I think it affects relationships as a whole. I, I, I am so passionately against the everybody gets a trophy programs. I, I, it's, it's, the more I think about it, the, and the more science there is on it. For, you know, a, a decade ago, it was sort of a theory. Like you were saying, if we build kids' self-esteem, that will lead to more achievement. But now we have thousands of studies on self-esteem, and we've found out that that's just not true, that achievement leads to increased self-esteem. But it's a one-way street. Building self-esteem doesn't lead to more achievement. It doesn't lead to working hard. It doesn't lead to trying new things. It, it leads to narcissism because kids are just constantly told, you are innately wonderful. And if you think about this, you know, you're innately wonderful, then I don't need to try harder. I don't need to improve because you've already told me how special I am innately. And actually, research has shown that kids who are constantly overpraised underachieve because they are worried that, well, if I screw up, I'm going to actually prove to you I'm not as wonderful as you think I am. That's not good. And so they actually, researchers even found that kids who are constantly praised, constantly told they're wonderful, are more likely to cheat. They're more likely to you know, say, well, I could have tried, I could have done it if I wanted to. But I didn't care, so I just copied off someone else's paper. Now, you know, you, likely... you, you know, and I, I have to take a break, and then we'll come back, but you know there are people listening right now mm-hmm. who will absolutely disagree with everything you've said and everything I've said and everything the coach said. Oh, yes, absolutely. There are mm-hmm. people who feel very strongly, very adamantly, and I've talked to educators mm-hmm. who said, no more awards uh, nights, no more banquets, no more medals, no more anything for kids because everybody has to feel equal. Well, that's not the real world, but mm-hmm. they feel very powerfully that way. And there are many mm-hmm. parents who believe that their kids should have participation trophies. I'm not mm-hmm. so sure that the kids feel that way, but certainly the parents do. And we know that, that that emotion is out there. So we're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk some more with Ashley Merriman. And then I'm going to be speaking with you about this whole idea about everybody has to have a medal. Everyone has to have a trophy. Everyone has to be told they're wonderful. If you're an adult and you're getting that message, you know somebody's just, you know what they're doing to you, don't you, right? Kids don't necessarily know that. But they may grow up with a sense that they're far more skilled, far more valued, far more important than they really are. More with Ashley Merriman on The Green Show on the Cornelius Radio Network after this. For more Roy Green, visit RoyGreen.com for podcasts, blogs, highlights, and even a nice picture of Roy. Back to the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. It was a Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker who made uh, headline news about two years ago uh, when he told his kids, his two boys, who were I think six and eight years of age, that they had to return their participation trophies. And uh, his point was, I you know I, I value that my kids got these, I guess, but they didn't win them. They got them for showing up, and I want my kids to understand it's a competitive world. And so those trophies go back. They get trophies when they win. They don't get trophies 
just for showing up. And the coach of the uh, Louisville women's basketball team, uh, Jeff Waltz, part of what he said, and we played you the clip a few minutes ago, but I just, I just want to read a couple of lines of what he said. You've got to have a will. You've got to have a will. Right now, the generation of kids that are coming through, everybody gets a damn trophy, okay? You're finished last. You come home with a trophy. You're kidding me? I mean, what's it teaching kids? It's okay to lose. And unfortunately, it's our society. It's what we're building for. And Ashley Merriman, in her op-ed piece in the New York Times uh, last September, began with this paragraph. As children return to school this fall and sign up for a new year's worth of extracurricular activities, parents should keep one question in mind. Whether your kid loves Little League or gymnastics, ask the program organizer this. Which kids get awards? If the answer is everybody gets a trophy, find another program. Ashley Merriman is with us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Ashley, who's selling this whole concept, this whole idea? And I get the $3 billion. It's, it's a lot of money. So there's financial yeah. incentive to keep the trophy business going. But who's selling this concept? Well, trophy, I, I had started joking about a trophy industrial complex. And then I realized it was a $3 billion industry with two separate lobbying organizations. And I went, oh, my gosh, it really is a lobbying effort. And, in fact, there are op-eds from trophy industry bloggers on sports are so seasonal to even out the number of um, trophies we sell for kids. Maybe we should encourage parents to buy trophies every time their kid reads a book. Okay, so there's the, there's the financial incentive, and, and I get that, but who's the person, who are the people, who are, which are the organizations that are putting forward and, and sustaining the argument that every child deserves a trophy, and who's doing this so persuasively that it's actually working for them? It's not working for the kids, but it's working for them. Right. Well, you know, actually, it's interesting. I've talked to a lot of coaches, whether we're talking about local soccer coaches who are just, you know, neighborhood family, all the way through Olympic coaches. And a lot of the coaches actually say that it's the parents of the kids on the team. And they don't want to give trophies out, but if they don't, they worry that their parents will leave and go to a, a different team that does give out trophies. Oh, boy. And so there's this almost competitive pressure, even when people think it's a bad idea to continue to give them. Because I actually know of multiple instances where teams decided from budget cuts or they just didn't agree with the practice not to give trophies. And then parents on their own went out and bought participation trophies for everyone on the team. So gave them out anyway. So, so some parents, maybe many parents, mm-hmm. are living vicariously through their kids and using their kids... As bragging rights. Well, I think that is some of there it. There has to I be some of that there. Kids, I, I do think that parents, you know, when kids achieve, they feel they've achieved too. Yeah. But I actually, I think most people are really well-meaning, and they think that they're helping their kids. The problem is the research says very clearly they're not. And kids with low self-esteem, that kid who never would have won a trophy, I really think this is all about protecting that kid. Yeah. But research has shown that kids who are struggling, who, who have you know, low self-esteem, when you overpraise them, when you say, oh, that's wonderful, they don't work harder the next time. They actually stop achieving. And we don't completely understand the reason for this. It could be they didn't believe you when you told them they were wonderful, or it could be sort of a bucket list. All I wanted was one trophy, and now I got it, so I guess I'm done. Yeah, I got it. I'm happy now. I'm, I'm it. Yeah, I'm it. Ashley, exactly. I, I don't... 
I say, I, I, I'm going to have to take a break, but I thank you so much for joining us today and talking about this. And uh, well, it's at, at Ashley Merriman on, uh, on Twitter. And the book is Top Dog, The Science of Winning and Losing. The Science of Winning and Losing. We'll talk again. Ashley, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Ashley Merriman, Losing is Good for You is the op-ed piece uh, in the New York Times. I was telling our, Will, our call screener, about the story to me that really sort of explains the whole thing about winning and losing and motivation to win. It's a story of a certain basketball player. At 15 years of age, as a high school freshman, he tried out for the basketball team and he didn't make it. They didn't get a trophy. He didn't get a consolation seat on the bench and a consolation shirt. He didn't get a speech that went like, well, you're so good that we're only going to play you for 30 seconds because a game because the other team would just be terrified after to play against you. Now he got cut. He got sent home and he was told, you're not good enough to play for our high school basketball team. You and you and you and you, you're cut. So he went home. And he decided that he didn't like that. He didn't like the feeling. And so he started, to, he started to really work out. And he started to really practice. And he started to make sure that he really got better. And the next year, he tried out for the basketball team again. And he made the team. And he very rapidly became the best player on that team at that high school. He then went on to... University got a scholarship, basketball scholarship. He went on to star at North Carolina. And then he went on to star with the Chicago Bulls. His name is Michael Jordan. Maybe the greatest basketball player of all time. But if at age 15 he'd been given a complimentary pass to make the team because someone didn't want to hurt his feelings. Who knows if he tried hard enough? Who knows if he would have become the player we all got to see and be amazed at for so many years? My number is 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Do you agree with the idea of trophies for every kid just for participating Or do you think that that is just one of the worst things that you can do to kids and their self-esteem? Has anybody got a story you can share? 1-800-263-2428. Good idea? Terrible idea. Which one? Trophies for kids. Give me a call. Tell me what you think and tell me what your experiences are.